in the footsteps of Jesus from down under. This is Nick Krita, your host. I'm very happy to be with you today and uh, very glad to have with me uh, a special guest today from far away, I will say, uh, right from uh, United States coming here in Adelaide, and this is Dr. Neil Nedley. Welcome to our program, uh, Dr. Neil. Oh, well, so glad to be here and nice to be in Australia. I just uh, got hold of you uh, today, actually, but through your wife last night, we tried to organize a short interview or just a bit of uh, time together here on this uh, uh, program because you are in uh, Australia for a reason. Can you share with us, first of all, what's the reason? For yes. You? Well, yes, I came to two cities in Australia. I was in Melbourne at first, uh, spoke at the university there, and also... Uh, spoke to a group of uh, physicians and then came to Adelaide and spoke to a group of physicians um, here to um, help them in regards to um, training for depression, anxiety recovery, and also how to uh, address the whole person, not just the physical person, but the mental aspects and the spiritual aspects that are often neglected in the care of patients with depression and anxiety. I know that you are uh, uh, traveling all around the world and uh, have talks about this. Just tell us a little bit of your ministry and also your um, uh, position, uh, if you can, in, you know, in where you work in the States. Sure, yes. Uh, I am from Northern California called Weimar, California. And Weimar is an institute whose uh, vision is to heal a hurting world. I'm the president there and also the director of the depression and anxiety recovery programs. And so we take people um, with all sorts of mental illness um, from, um, you know, obsessive compulsive disorder to panic disorder to anxiety to severe depression, bipolar disorder, suicidal depression, um, all of the phobias, the, the social phobias, um, and post-traumatic stress disorder. And we take individuals that have had a decrease in their ability to function as a result of this. Um, and they come and live in our center for 10 days. And during those 10 days, we do an exhaustive workup where no stone is left unturned and we find out precisely what the underlying causes are, and most of those causes we can begin to reverse, if not completely reverse, within 10 days. Wow. And so the results are um, not just caring for people with depression and anxiety or controlling it, but actually eradicating it. And so although they're with us for 10 days, we can supervise them for 20 weeks, and at the 20-week point, they will not even qualify as having depression or anxiety, and they will essentially be um, cured. And so it's better than any therapy for depression and anxiety, but one of the solutions is it um, leaves no stone unturned. In other words, we find out precisely what the biochemical issues are, what the genetic issues are, what may be the traumatic issues that they have faced, maybe overcoming loss, um, maybe, um, you know, other aspects, their sleep problems, fatigue, um, uh, loss of motivation. And we find the underlying reasons for this as well as their morbid thoughts or suicidal thoughts. 
and uh, we can precisely then begin to reverse it. So normally in 10 days, already their depression is virtually gone, and uh, their suicidal thoughts are completely gone if they come with suicidal thoughts, and they realize that uh, this is not something they have to put up with the rest of their life. It can actually be cured and be eliminated. Particularly in a time we live in where uh, depression and it's so big. It is. 60% of college students today now have a diagnosable mental illness. And this is much higher than it used to be. It, you know, uh, when I was going to school, it was like 5% mm. uh, in college. And so, um, you know, the number one reason why college presidents lose sleep is because of the mental health of their students. Mm -hmm. And so um, we have suicide rates at an all-time high. Suicidal thoughts are at an all-time high. Phobias are at an all-time high. And so our society today is plagued. Uh, with mental illness. The number one cause of death in Australia uh, from 15 to 44 is suicide, mm. you know, and uh, that didn't used to be the case. You know, there it used to be, you know, um, accidents or cancer. It's not that those things are going down, but it's that suicide rates are going up now and are, are really um, leading, um, a leading cause of death. And it doesn't need to be that way. You know, often, you know, these things happen and everyone kind of thinks, well, you know, it's too bad, but there's not much that we can do. And medicating it doesn't really help that much. It can help some, uh, depending on what the genetic issues are, but it doesn't really eradicate it uh, or, or cure it. And so um, what we did is we went back to the drawing board to research the actual biochemical issues and the other issues that can play a role. And the brain is pretty resilient. It can take one or two of these hits pretty well, but when you have four or five of them coming together, that's when anyone's going to fall into depression or anxiety. We're all prone to it. Mm -hmm. And the nice thing is, is we can find those causes and reverse them. And sometimes it's simple as taking the correct supplement uh, and then getting the right um, therapy, maybe change in diet or exercise or uh, sleep patterns with resetting the circadian rhythm. As these things all come together, that's when the brain can start functioning well. And the nice thing about the way the human brain was designed is it can change for the better. Hmm. Yeah, it's called neuroplasticity. And so that means you're not stuck with the brain you're born with. Uh, it can actually change significantly. And uh, we have harnessed the power of neuroplasticity to produce amazing results. And so we have come out with several approaches. Patients can buy a home-based version of this program where they do an analysis and send in a test and, and find out what the causes are in them. Uh, there is a community-based programs that are run now all over Australia called the Nedley Depression and Anxiety Recovery Programs. And there have been a number of directors and facilitators trained, including in Adelaide and other places around here. And so you can, um, you know, call someone like Angie Thompson. She's one of the directors here and line up um, a program. And then um, we have a residential program in California. A lot of Australians have come over there. Some severe cases from Australia that have been totally transformed. But we're hoping someday to um, start a residential program here in Australia. It probably isn't going to be for another two or three years. We have to find the right site and 
train a team to be able to do this. But uh, once that happens, then we'll be able to put other sites in. But really, as severe as this problem is in the world and in Australia, there should be a center, a residential facility like this in every major city. Wow. And, um, and that's our goal eventually, to be able to um, help uh, Australians to optimize their brain and achieve uh, peak mental health. Yeah, that's great. And that's the reason of um, the other um, program, how you to call it, a man? Uh, yes, yeah, I was speaking to a group called um, Amen, um, which is the um, Adventist Medical Evangelism Network. And these are physicians and healthcare providers, primarily physicians from all over Australia. They're very interested in our approach and our program. Uh, including how we address this spiritually. Hmm. You know, uh, people can, can fall into depression, um, due to suppression of their frontal lobe. And so the spiritual aspect can really help. And, uh, you can be a spiritual person and still have depression. Elijah, you know, had suffered from severe depression and he wanted to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are others in the, in the Bible that had severe depression. Solomon had severe depression. King Saul had severe depression. Um, Jonah, and you know the list goes on. Uh, J- Jeremiah, uh, and so um, uh, as we address things spiritually, and each one of those needed to have some addressing of their um, spiritual condition and some help, the frontal lobe starts to light up, and we will see it on spec scans where um, we see that area of the brain really becoming active in a nice. Uh, productive and wholesome way, and that can be part of the healing. Mm. And not uh, experience just a better health uh, from a physical point of view, but uh, as a holistic, uh, as a whole person, you know, like you, you, you treat depression and you have people uh, um, enjoying a different relationship with God on a spiritual level. Exactly, exactly. And uh, not only that, but different relationships with their family and and with their friends and with their children. Uh, and um, they become very productive members of society that are compassionate. In fact, I can just tell you our residential program is staffed with people who have been through our program. And they become some of the greatest staff. And when our when our patients come there, they can't believe that these people that are doing so well emotionally used to be in as exactly the same condition they were in. Mm. And they think, well, this is impossible. These people are so happy, they're so joyful, and they're so compassionate, and they're so loving. I can't believe that they had depression. But uh, after 10 days, when they're feeling better, they're realizing, you know what? I'd like to work here, too. I'm doing so much better. I can help others. Mm. And so uh, my goal is to turn this tide around and uh, and really um, hopefully have depression and anxiety become far less common uh, as we eradicate it one person at a time. That's uh, that's great news, uh, Dr. Nell. And... Um even uh, myself, I just talked to you a bit earlier, um, going through a traumatic situation right now, just yes. um, um, 
receiving a news from uh, overseas that my mom passed away. And yes. that can trigger something in, in uh, if I'm not prepared, uh, can trigger something in my life which, uh, um, if I'm not careful or if I'm not approaching in the right way, it can lead to um, to some sort of depression and uh, anxiety? Oh, sure, yes. Um, loss is one of the big things um, that can do it. Loss of a family member. Um, loss of a of a mother or father or spouse or child, um, and uh, these things can really trigger. You know, grief um, can come about in mourning, and it can actually turn over into major depression, particularly when we don't go through the appropriate healing when overcoming losses. You know, I don't think loss ever was meant to be in the original design, so that's why human beings don't really know how to go through it naturally. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that's one of the things we teach in our program are the five steps of healing that wound of loss. And uh, time doesn't always heal it, uh, but working through it in those five approaches that are successive will heal it, and we can actually... Um, learn to uh, have disappointments become appointments. Mm, that's yeah. really good news uh, because so many people are suffering through these sort of things, you know, loss of the loved ones or uh, relationship, broken down relationships and so on. You mentioned quite a bit about the spiritual side and uh, I know that you you are a believer in God and this, sure. this program is called in the footsteps of Jesus yes. because we want to follow the master yes. we want to uh, be connected with God yes. uh, but so many things in life can uh, distract us you know can take us away and some of those things you already exposed uh, what would you say to a listener out there who may not have a relationship with God yet well we take people in our program that are agnostic they're atheist uh, we take people from all religious backgrounds. Um, we have had Muslims, Hindus, Buddhists, uh, and all forms of Christianity, Jews. Um, and uh, all of us um, are in need of um, the enhancement of our frontal lobe. The front portion of our brain is the center of spirituality, morality, and the will. And we have a great spiritual counselor that can work with people from all walks of life and help them to enhance their spiritual life so that it is useful, it's productive, it makes sense, and it's not discordant. A lot of times people that are having spiritual issues or maybe don't even believe in God, when we actually test their beliefs, and that's one of the things we do when they come in, is they, they circle on this big page what it is that they actually believe in and then we analyze that the spiritual counselor analyzes this with them and sometimes we find out they have beliefs that are directly oppositional to each other wow. in other words they believe this and they believe another thing that actually you can't really believe both of those things and creates <laughs> and, a conflict yeah and so it creates a conflict and so our spiritual counselor can actually he doesn't tell them what to believe, but can guide them through the process so that their spirituality becomes congruent. It becomes useful. And as a result, these individuals um, start to see that God actually does care for them, 
God is a God of love, and he can actually influence them. But um, there's something the Bible tells us that God is limited in. Uh, we, we, we Christians sometimes understand, of course, that he's omnipotent, but that doesn't mean he's limited. And it says God cannot tell a lie. And so he's not going to be able to influence us if we have distorted thoughts and irrational beliefs. Uh, but he's willing to help us. And once we believe things that are rational and true, that's when he can start to influence us. In fact, his Holy Spirit is called the Comforter. But prior to calling him the Comforter, Christ called him the Spirit of Truth. His job is to define and maintain the truth. He first dwells in our hearts as the spirit of truth, and that's how he becomes the comforter. Mm-hmm. So one of the ways in, we do, in which we do this, um, Nick, in fact, there are physical things we're doing with biochemistry and nutrition and those sorts of things, but the mental health counselor is also involved in this. There are ten different ways that human beings can think in a distorted way. And so once their brains start to wake up, we teach them those 10 different ways of irrational thoughts. Then they can catch themselves in those irrational thoughts, and then they can actually correct those thoughts. And once they start getting good at this, first you have to learn how to do it, then you practice it. But once you start getting good at it, you actually don't need a counselor anymore. You have become your own counselor. Mm. And... Uh, then as you are starting to think more true and accurate thoughts, the spiritual part can become far more congruent. And it is wonderful to see spiritual awakenings happen uh, repeatedly in our program where individuals thought God was punishing them or that they, you know, God wasn't happy with them or those type of things. They start seeing now from a different perspective. Hmm. that God was actually there all along, but they were stuck in their own irrational beliefs, and it was, um, since he, he's not going to be where lies and deceptions are at, he was limited in his, his ability to help them uh, until they were able to start um, uh, thinking true and accurate thoughts. So it all goes together, the physical, the mental, and the spiritual, and that's why these diseases can be completely eradicated when we use that combined approach. That's wonderful. We are approaching uh, the end of our program, but I want to talk about something. Now, from here, you are heading down to a presentation in town about the, how how do you call the the session, by the way? Well, it's called Optimize Your Brain, and it's particularly there on how to turn a a good brain into a great brain and also how to enhance our emotional intelligence. That's our ability to know and understand our own emotions as well as the emotions of others and respond to those emotions in a healthy way. Mm, that's wonderful. And uh, Dr. Neil, then people can get to find you on the website. Can you give us some information? With Yeah, drnedley.com, um, which stands for Dr. Nedley, and my name is spelled N-E-D-L-E-Y. So drnedley.com, and you can learn a lot about us. You can see our links to our um, depression and anxiety recovery programs, and you can see some of the tools and resources that we utilize in that program as well as the research. Um, This program has been researched in the peer-reviewed scientific literature, and it actually has been shown to be the best therapy um, ever described um, in objective measures for depression and anxiety. 
That's great. Thank you very much for taking a little bit of your very busy schedule. And um, I feel so privileged, and I believe our listeners too, that we could have you with us. Just briefly um, reveal some of the simple steps, you know. We just need to, to know where to go, what to do, and to be a different person. Absolutely. Nick, it's been a pleasure being here, and I uh, wish you all the best. And I uh, wish your listeners all the best of health of body, mind, and soul. Thank you very much.
As I walk, let me walk close to thee Let it be. 